0: This is Live at Five with Glenn Curry. (laughs) What do
1: you think, this is the army where you shoot them a mile away? You gotta get up close like this. Bada-bing! You blow their brains all over your nice cyber league suit. (laughs) (laughs) You're like (laughs) a
2: Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Hell no!
1: German, forget it, he's rolling. (laughs) Learn
3: it. Are
1: you running a business or a charity
3: war? Leave the gun. Take the cannoli.
1: Yankees win! Pull
3: over! No, it's a cardigan, but thanks for noticing. you a pothead, Foxy? One night at five. Highlights. One on the telephones are ringing. Overload mode in the 21st century. Driving home with
4: my hand on the cell phone. Pulling over.
5: Lies, it's fine. Lies, 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 it's fine. This is live at five. Live at five. We're at the Day
2: lies. after. Uh, fifth, fifth, fifth day, not the day after the nuclear catastrophe from the early '80s with Jason Robards. Sorry, I didn't want to. Insist, no, it's completely different. The day after the big primary. I know Jeff had his show. Uh, talked a lot. I don't actually remember what he talked about today. I'm sure it was very entertaining. And uh, we'll hope to do the same right, right now. Not breaking any copyright infringements, do do? muted uh, complaints. Uh, find out more about the, uh, the you know, the, the after effect, the follow-up to yesterday's The conversation. <laughs> The description by Danny Francis. Oh, there's my recording. Is it stopped? No, it didn't. It's weird. Sometimes my recording stops, sometimes it doesn't. It's the day of politics, but we did talk to a couple of, uh, actually three people, great great calls yesterday, one of which was from our own Danny Francis, who uh, uh, watched the proceedings yesterday. I don't think there's any January 6th hearings today. Was, the stuff heard yesterday was so compelling, they figured, they, you know, the left would have would would allow us to reverberate, you know, what was said yesterday again and again and again. And sure enough, it was Uh, the big story yesterday on a national scale. And we'll get to what happened yesterday locally here on the primaries uh, was uh, uh, whether or not the president of the United States, then uh, Donald Trump, actually tried to commandeer his own limo. And uh, today, uh, it seems like, uh, oh well, not seems, literally, there are, are, are you know, refu- refuted uh, descriptions of what happened that day on January 6, 2021 from the Secret Service who said, no, that did not happen. And there's other and all types of uh, uh, imagery uh, today of the beast, otherwise known as the stretch limo that the president uses. You know, the current president uses it, obviously. It moves on from one uh, administration to the next. It is the beast for a reason. It's a big, big limousine. Impenetrable. I'm sure if you took a nuclear bomb, it would probably disintegrate, but that's not going to happen, hopefully. But that said, uh, compelling stuff. And immediately, people said, no, nope, no, nope, didn't happen, couldn't happen. So we'll have to follow up on that. But, of course, the, the big story locally is uh, Scott Gray, and I know he called in on the hotline today. We congratulate Scott Gray for the very, very tight uh, uh, victory. Uh, so small margin. It's pathetic how many people wind up voting. Out of all the registered voters on both sides of the political coin, someone gave me the data. I think there was twenty-six thousand registered Republican voters in the in the district in the River District. How many people voted again? It was that's it, just bad. It really is. I, again, I know we're all busy, and and most of us, you know, for the most part, aren't busy and don't care. So, uh, but it, and again, so other people would argue as well. It's a percentage of a universe. It would have been the same if double the amount of voters came in. You get a sample. I don't believe that, but nonetheless, uh, it would be nice to see a lot more people vote on a pr- on any pr- on any voting opportunity. I don't care what it is. If it's something to uh, uh, vote for at your uh, association where where your rental is, or your condominium, or your neighborhood gated communities, you know you got to vote. On, you got to vote on things that are going to change your life. And in most cases, a lot of us are just. Uh, just really just not paying attention to it so this uh the showing yesterday i know it's late june people i always hear the same excuse oh it's graduations yeah no not everyone's got a high school kid graduating right now not everybody oh graduation takes up a lot of time yeah vacations no we're not on vacation yet oh we're thinking about vacation and you can't go down to your local church to vote no that's not important not important Anyway, and again, I'm not m- m- messing with people, but that's, it is a shame. All right, so uh, Scott Gray, we congratulate him. Um, according to News Junkie, n- neither have spoken to th- uh, each other last night. I know Jeff at one point tried to reach out to Susan last night. I think he did. Uh, Jeff, of course, is the, uh, the, the former journalist and, of course, Hotline host and a former mayor. Uh, so he's in tune with politics on the night of. So uh, I'm sure Jeff reached out to a lot of people, inclu- including Scott. I know Scott, like I said, called in today. Uh, He might be calling in on the show uh, uh, with us today here on the Live at Five Show. We don't know that yet because today is Wednesday. Remember, we haven't spoken to Attorney Joe Stanley in a long time. He might be calling in today at the bottom of the hour. If you have any questions or concerns about what's going on in your life, uh, by all means, give us a shout. I could ask that question and concern for or rather with uh, Joe Stanley today. So and then uh, what was the other one? Of course, uh, uh, Mr. Pete Barnett, who was sitting right here uh, on Monday uh, has uh, is now going to be our next sheriff of Jefferson County, so we congratulate him. We also congratulate, obviously, Perry Golden and uh, Mister uh as well. Uh, again, uh, g- very good campaigns. I had the opportunity to speak with all of them and work with them in conjunction with some some uh, you know production and whatnot for their campaign. Uh, Perry came up short, um, and uh, Pete Barnett is going to be uh, go- is going to be the Jefferson County sheriff as of January first. And then the the, the statewide race uh, in the beginning, I was looking at the at the at the uh, uh, polls, you know, the small percentages that were leaking in last night after nine o'clock on a on a statewide scale. Looked like Giuliani had a chance. That is Andrew Giuliani, uh, and then that that uh, rift or separation just kept on getting bigger and bigger. As the night continued, uh, we congratulate, uh, once again, Lee Zeldin. Uh, so there's the top three. Someone also pointed out to me that there was a local race that was decided by one vote. It's like some town judge or something, maybe some town supervisor, whatever the deal was. I wasn't really paying attention to that, but every vote counts. That's uh, that's obvious. So uh, there's the tally of the three big races. Uh, it was Zeldin from the statewide level. On the Jefferson County level, it was uh, Scott Gray. And also uh, Pete Barnett, but you know all this. But I figured I would summarize it uh, just to make it official. The day after the big, big primary, essentially in many respects, at least for the two races, uh, our our general election, because you know I know there's uh, some discussion about the uh, uh, about the independent was it the conservative line that Susan Duffy has and will hold, uh, whether or not that will continue, I don't know. I know Jeff again was discussing that today. But uh, you know, if you're a betting man, and again, the other question was, so what about uh, uh, absentee votes? You know, I remember what was uh, was John Byrne, uh, who was going against uh, Jenny Adset. I get him mixed up with the legislator. Excuse me if I did that. She used to be an assembly person. Well, for like 24 hours, she lost to John Byrne, like five, five, six, eight years ago. I can't remember now. And uh, they had to go through the, uh, the absentee ballots. As it turned out, she won by a, a narrow margin. Two years later, of course, she would lose to uh, Mark Walzick, who was moving on to bigger pastures in January, ultimately as our state senator. Uh, but in this case, in the primary, I, I guess there was very few uh, you know, to, to make up the difference. There was a difference of, like, I believe, between Gray and, uh, uh, and Duffy, about 344 votes. And uh, that's that's a, that's a, again that's a small margin that's like two percentage points. Whether or not there was a lot of absentee voters uh, in a primary, I, I doubt it would make up that difference. Uh, but again, in, in as far as the uh, the independent line or check, check that the conservative line in, uh, the, for the general election, we'll have to keep you updated on that. But again, the 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 three that won last night, as of now, obviously Gray and uh, Zeldin and. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Mr. Mr. Barnett. So if anyone wants to kind of go back to the normal, uh, and I don't mean to dis- say anything disrespectful as far as the, the, the whole uh, political process is concerned in the Live at Five show, but we've been doing a lot of politics lately. And yesterday we, we kind of went back uh, to our old days, uh, uh, talking to cr- crazy stories about po- politics, about January 6th with Danny. Uh, who could forget yesterday's discussion with, uh, if you heard it, uh, with uh, Donnie and what happened at his apartment uh, recently that he caught on video and uh, added some incredible aspects to the story that we did not see on video, uh, including some ma- madman in his house that was in his base in his basement, uh, somehow or other down there to kind of like uh, uh, do something with the meter, and then he got caught with his pants down and he started to <laughs> he decided to try to knock the uh, the camera out of Donnie's hand. Uh, and then jump on Donnie, and then there was a police officer there at the time, and uh, it, it made for great radio. But at the same time, it's a dangerous, dangerous tale. And uh, bad things could have happened then, because when people lose their cool, uh, when someone's caught and they don't want to be caught, and someone else is videotaping them, um, that's, just, that's a bad situation. That's when things get from bad to worse. Uh, and we had some laughs about it yesterday, but uh, it's concerning uh, what happened there, because a lot of these incidents uh, seem to be going by the wayside. And, and, and maybe it's because, well, if the guy were to be prosecuted or rather you know, uh, brought in for questions or, or, or arrested, he might have been out in 24 hours or maybe people just didn't want to deal with it. I don't know. I don't know the, the, the mindset of a police officer. I can only take a guess that your life is tough sometimes, especially when you've got to deal with something like that. And sometimes it's best to just move on. I don't get it. But that's, that's neither here nor there. That was yesterday. Today is Wednesday, Prince Spaghetti Day. Someone's on the line. Let's go to the phones. You're on the air.
3: Hey, Glenn, Uh, wanted to comment on your uh, comments about the poor turnout of voting. Yeah. And also what I heard on Jeff's show at noon, he uh, said that he had a number of people tell him that uh, they were too busy to vote. Right. And uh, I, I find your comments and Jeff's comments... Uh, Very disturbing, uh, because Mm -hmm. we now have open, uh, you know, early voting. I think it's like 10 days now that you can vote. Right. Not just vote on on one day now. Right. That's 10 days early plus one voting day. I guess that's a total of 11 days. Right. Plus you got absentee ballots. Right and they uh, they've made voting so much easier now with the absentee ballots and with the sure. uh early early voting that right. uh I, I, okay i can understand it, there might be some extenuating circumstances with only a very few people right. and right. they truly couldn't uh make it for right. extenuating circumstances right. to vote but yeah but for for the average joe yeah. i would say if they just put down their cell phone and their tv remote right. and their laptop and uh, just turn those devices off. They'd have so much time in a day uh, to do two other things that they would be very surprised. Uh, I, 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 get, I get, I get,
2: I'm there. with you. I'm with you, but at the same time, it's a lot more than that. It, you know, you could say, that, you know, a lot of people who say they're busy, you know, the first person who says they're too busy, you got to question that right from the beginning. Typically, a busy person doesn't remind you or anyone that they're busy. They just do it. Uh, but other people feel ambivalent to go to voting anyway because they don't know the the, the 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 candidates. Even though they're inundated with I don't know how many ads we saw recently in the in the last five months for Harry Wilson. And by the way, Harry Wilson fared very well in Jefferson and St. Lawrence County. In fact, I think he was ahead of the other uh, uh, challenges up here. But he came in fourth place yeah. overall. But, but yeah, you,
3: when you hear the, when when you hear that term, I'm I'm, I'm too busy. That's that's not really true no. I, I, it's it's a sad statement about how how uh, strong what, I feel what, about let, voting let me, in a democracy yeah. voting, voting is one of our it's one of our privileges that we're in a democratic country voting is is part and parcel of living in a democracy right how you can get too busy to, to vote is, is beyond especially today with absentee balloting and, and no I, think I agree
2: absentee, I'm with you, you know, I'm with you but at the same time ambivalence is is it rules we just you know we're in a we're in a society right now That, you know, it's easier to, instead of saying, uh, uh, sending out a happy birthday card to someone, like a relative or your friend, you just have to go on Facebook and get it done there. Instead of going to, uh, uh, you know, your friend's mother's wake because, you know, someone that you grew up with for 20 years up until the time you went to college and his mom dies, you know, 30 years later after you really didn't stay in touch with him. Yeah, it would be nice to go and pay respects to his dead mom. But you know what? Facebook is there. It says, I'm sorry for your loss. I'm with you, buddy. Say, you know. Uh, stay cool. That's, that's where we've gotten. If we can't yeah. do it from, the, from, from our living room couch, we're not going to do it if we don't have to. Well, and, and, I, I,
3: here's another thing that, that bothered me. I just heard this uh, piece of news uh, the other day. I think it was on your station. Right. Uh, of course it was. That 70% of the youth of America, 70% of the men and women between the ages of 17 and 28 yeah. are ineligible to serve in the armed services of our nation because of either obesity hmm. or, the, or a felony record well. or addictions. Well. And I'm saying to myself, isn't that a sad statement on the preparedness of our country, that these, these, the youth of America, the 17- to 28-year bracket, right. is, uh, that's the future of this nation. Yeah. And seventy percent of the future of our nation cannot serve in the armed services, and the armed services uh, requirements are not that hard no. today. No, no, they're not. They're not. I mean, sure, if you're going to be in the uh, special forces, like the, the Green Berets. I don't know about that.
2: Seventy percent sounds like a yeah. high number. I know. I know that uh, you know the the younger I, generation I doesn't. I
3: hope that was wrong. I yeah, that that's a big wrong. number. In fact, I hope I heard it wrong. Yeah. But, but, but that's that's what I heard, yeah. and, and I said to myself, we're we're in a sad state it, we, if we can't even provide people in our armed services to.
2: Well, let me interject. Work. Let me let, let me interject here. First of all, uh, you're right, and uh, it seems like that you know it seems like we're getting fatter. Typically, when you're on Facebook, someone posts a picture of say the '60s and '70s. Uh, we started getting bigger, I think, in the '80s and '90s. Uh, uh, but the, here's here's the bottom line, in my opinion. This is my opinion for what it's worth, sir. Uh, yes, we used to be in better shape. Uh, but there's still a better percentage of the young generation today that is in a lot better shape than the average person his or her age. You see where I'm going? So I think I think we're all I think we're okay with the with, with the military. Of course, we're in the military community. Typically, when I see someone from Fort Drum, they're all t- they're very in very good shape. They're all young, uh, and they're being trained and whatnot. Uh, I think there's still ample enough of conditioned young people to represent our branches of of the military proudly. Uh, the seventy percent, like I said, sounds like a, a an overstatement, but uh, there's enough people to still protect us. And here's another good thing: I thought that the the you know other armies, including the Red Army from Russia, if they still call them that, uh, I doubt it. But nonetheless, their army certainly doesn't look like they're in trained trained shape either. Uh, they're using antiquated machinery and whatnot. I, I, I don't think that we you know, our military is in bad shape. Yes, America overall is. We're getting fatter. Diabetes is part of our lifestyle more more and more with each passion generation. And a mortality uh, rate is, is lowering, unfortunately, in recent years. COVID has a lot to do with it. Fentanyl has a lot to do with it. Uh, just bad living has a lot to do with it. But I think we're in good shape there. I still think we have the best military and the most conditioned men and women. So I don't think we have to worry yeah, about they- that.
3: Yeah, well I still think it's a concern because I watch
2: MTV the,
3: the, the military the branches of the military are having trouble finding uh recruits and I think that was the that was the reason yeah. this uh, figure was given it. probably one of, one of the reasons why they're having trouble finding recruits and I'm thinking if if 70 percent of our young mm-hmm. people are, are are fat and criminals yeah. and druggies
2: yeah uh, we're, where's we're in that's trouble not,
3: that's that's so, not a very good...
2: Uh, so, real quick, what do you think of last... Were you surprised with uh, last night's uh, results?
3: Uh, I, I'm going to reserve comment, uh, Glenn. I'm, I'm sure there's lots of other people that want to call in with comments yeah. about, the, about the election. So I'll clear the air and uh, let them make their comments. Keep up the good work on 1240.
2: Thank you very much, my friend. Well, there you go. There's an old school guy who's probably mi- never missed a vote in his life, or primary for that matter. Uh, yeah, it's really easy to just communicate these days. Social media, social, um, everything from Facebook to Twitter. We're not a big Twitter area. Uh, but texting somebody. How, when was the last time you got a call from a friend? And, and, again, this is not a knock at your friend or you for that matter. But do we communicate differently? And and I think that, that uh, just, just how we've changed in the last 10 years since the iPhone the smartphone has, has absorbed our lives. I, I think it also takes, you know, th- at the same time, we swear that we're busy because we're busy looking down. We're busy looking at things that really don't matter. And listen, I'm going to tell you right off the bat, I'm 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 guilty, guilty. I, I mean, to be a narcissist like a radio guy like I am, you know, it's like, oh, well, someone liked my comment on Facebook. It means nothing. doesn't get me anywhere. It doesn't put money in my pocket, but it wastes my time. And at the same time, a lot of people... Uh, use social media as a means of communication with each other uh, and do things that they wouldn't normally do. Uh, you know, you know, missing a wake, Or you know, instead of sending a birthday, when was the last time you got a birthday card? Or a Christmas card. Uh, it's all been replaced by either, hey, t- hey happy birthday. You know, I just texted my friend. I feel good about myself. I communicated with him. Did you get a roses? Did you get a something? No, I didn't do that. Why would I do that? I have a wife. I don't even get roses or, 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 no, just kidding. Uh, So, and I think it translates to other things too. Uh, And voting, like he said, 11 days? What, 11 days to vote and you still didn't vote? And and you're still going to say you're busy? No, you just don't care. And and I get it. Just admit that. I I know I was dealing with a guy. You know, some people just use excuses. I know that I had this dispute over a business thing. It was over a, a small amount of money. And, and, I, and I get this over the years. People says, well, my old lady wants me to get that money back. And I said, what do you mean the old lady wants to get? Yeah, well, she, she would hate me if I didn't get that money. And it was a dispute over a very little amount of money. I said, See, that's, no, don't say that. It's you that wants that money. Don't say your old lady wants the money. It's you. It just drives me nuts when people resort to you know, throwing someone else under the bus for their own cause. To me, it's so painfully obvious. All right, I'm going to do a break right now. Uh, you're still going. By the way, here uh, radio ads for uh, Congresswoman Claudia Tenney, because as we noted earlier, for uh, forever and ever, uh, that her uh, uh, primary, along with the state uh, uh, senatorial uh, primary, will be in late August. Right? Actually, someone's calling in right now. So before I go to the break, let's see who that is. Hi, you're on the air.
0: Hey, good evening.
2: Uh, it's it's they, Nosferatu. Uh,
0: Geng is not calling in uh, tonight, and gloating about his uh, misinformation yesterday. <laughs>
2: So let's let's cover the bases. I'm I'm really derelict in my duties. I just saw a headline, so I'm going to need you to say what what did this what did the uh, uh, refuted people on the uh, on the side of the Secret Service say about the allegations well, during January 6th? hearing? According six
0: to the C- CIA, they said it absolutely did not happen. Hmm. What she said was a bogus, faced lie, hmm. and she never even wrote the note that. Uh, that the note that was written about uh, what Trump wanted? No, that was the uh, the chief of staff. She hmm. did not write it. Not her handwriting. Right, medals. His handwriting. He said I wrote the note. She never wrote a thing. So she sat there and she lied outright to the American public, like Danny was saying. Oh, she's under oath. This right. is the truth.
4: This right. is that. Right. No,
0: these other CIA guys came forward and said that's a bunch of. And they're willing to testify to prove her wrong, but they don't want to call them.
2: And so, so I got So is that the reason why she gets someone like her, like uh, Hutchinson, gets gets away with it because they there's no one to refute it? Are you in a windstorm? Uh, Is that the reason why? Is she? No, I'm okay. There you go. Why would she do it? Why would she say this?
0: Well, she's she's looking for fame. She they probably didn't have anybody on the outside, you know, umbrella. To go in there and say these cockamamie statements, like, for example, I hearsay, I kind of heard something to the nature of this. I kind of heard Glenn was saying something to somebody, even though I was at the end of the bar, and Glenn was saying something about Jeff Graham. It's hearsay. (laughs) Wait a minute, that happened, though. You see, she used the language, Glenn, to a certain point. That she could not be roped in because they weren't absolutely facts. Mm. It's about her opinion. She overheard right. somebody said something, something to somebody. See, and he called up like hell. Oh, this is uh, you know, square right on. This and is it. Oh, got to go to jail.
2: Right? He's going to jail. Yeah, he's,
0: go- he's going to jail. Look at the. Look at this. Here's the. Here's it's the. Like Joey I Behar. Had. Yeah. Uh, listen, to this Glenn. Here's something I thought about. Don't you think? They have freaking video frickin. in that limousine inside the video.
2: Uh, good question. I'd like to see that yeah. video just for the second. I, sake I of think it. they would. Yeah.
0: To, for the protection of... Uh, well, now, or
2: pic- or people ha- people had pictures today. Again, it's, it's your typical stretch limo. Say what you want. It's impenetrable. They call it the beast for a reason. It's like a tank with glass. But at the same time, you look how long it is. A, a, a 70-year-old man reaching over like that, taking control of the car uh, of a young, probably ex-Marine guy. Uh, I just can't believe that. Uh, I, but anyway, that was compelling. The, uh, well, obviously, someone like Danny Francis will will take it and run. It's like, oh, look, more evidence why we should put forty five in jail and cleanse ourselves and heal ourselves in the process. It's very important. Well, to do that.
0: she she wasn't pinned down about, about uh, anything that she said. You know, it's like, oh, he lunged. Right. He kind of went through uh, for the thrill. Right. All this—it wasn't even—he was like a
2: crazy. raven coming out of a of, of, of a cuckoo clock.
0: Never more, never more. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's what it was like. Uh,
0: you know, here she is, twenty-five minutes, uh, twenty twenty-five. Uh, yeah, twenty-five years old. I it, guess she is, right? Yeah,
2: who knows? She's what, just
0: what, looking what, for. Uh, wait,
2: wait, hold up! Remember, remember the Kavanaugh hearings when the one, when the one you know a slutty woman got up there and she started saying she was at frat parties where they were serving everything in, in uh, red solo glasses or cups. Back in the early 80s, and then they said, "Wait a minute, red solo cups didn't even exist back then." But her testimony <laughs> against Kavanaugh was almost as damaging because she was basically saying it was like it was like a toga party for uh, for for you know like uh, for an orgy for 13 and 15 and 16 year old uh, you know I think she was at the college level at this point. But nonetheless, they refuted it. They said, "Well, that's untrue." But the problem is is that she got away with unbelievable. Uh, accusations and if, you're si- if uh, you're saying, you 're know, if uh, uh, what you 're saying know what we 're talking about right now is untrue, I still have to ask the question: Why do you feel confident enough if you 're so bogus and you 're fabricating such a tr- unbelievable story or a fantastic story, then why would you think you 're getting away with it other than the fact that you know no one 's going to contest it because in, in this so called court hearing. Uh, you don't have anyone to defend it or to or to refute it. So it, is that why she did it, in your opinion, if she's so wrong, or she's just crazy, well, or we're just stupid enough well, to allow this to happen?
0: Well, here 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 it is. I think that they think that they're so untouchable that the media is on Good their point. side that they could do anything, a bold-faced lie. I
2: agree. I agree. And, and,
0: and, and even with the written note, even Liz Cheney knew that that note was not written by her.
2: Hmm. She knew it when she. So asked you're saying no matter what, as long as they could put up someone just like the woman with the red solo cups, that's going to, you know, jeer j- j- one's opinion about whether or not Donald Trump should be uh, fit enough well, to run that, for president. Well, Remember, that's what they, they want to do here.
0: Like, they got people like Danny, right? Yeah. he believed that. That's right. all. He could, all could that's wait, all hot all off
2: the press. He couldn't wait to run right to his phone so he can call me, and I was having a coughing fit, and yes, it made for good radio, and yes, he was paraphrasing what he heard and saw on on TV moments earlier, so again, that's fine, that's his, that's his right, but you know that he was eager to share the news. Why? Because this was damning evidence in Danny's mind and millions of others like him, like... Finally, now we can put this to rest. Everyone's going to feel very cleansed about this. 45 can't come back. He's going to be in a jail cell. All the Republicans are going to be real angry, and we're going to be really happy. I can't wait to call the Live at Five show. There you go.
0: There you go. That's it, brother. See you. Have a great night.
2: Thank you, my friend. I'll talk to you. All right. Now, Joe's not calling in, so let me do the break. Uh, you're listening to the Live at Five Show. We'll be back.
3: For too long, liberals in Albany and Washington have tried to push us around.
2: At FXABay.com. All right, welcome back. Uh, just uh, the a follow-up to the horrific drowning of uh, the death of the actress originally from Syracuse. Uh, this according to Syracuse.com, the link on News Junkie. Uh... So it says, Cape Vincent, New York, a drowning this weekend on the St. Lawrence River. The Syracuse native who went to, on to become a TV and movie actress has ru- was ruled rather accidental. Uh, her name, Mary T. Mara, a mere 61 years old of Cape Vincent. Uh, actually, I, I believe originally from Syracuse, but uh, just a sad, sad story. Uh, her autopsy revealed that her death was an accident due to asphyxiation and water drowning.
1: So that's that. Hi, you're in the air. Well, that was painful.
2: Uh, yeah. Oh, it's always Danny, it's always painful. It's always painful. Well, but no, at least we're thinking about it. You. It
1: was painful in this regard. And I, 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 I respect other people's views and opinions. I'll challenge them whenever necessary. And that's yeah. what I'm doing now. But that last caller and you both in your conversation about me yesterday, you, you sparsed what I said. You, you picked and chose what I said to make it fit your spin for today. And it was about, about 90% wrong.
2: 90, I got ninety percent wrong. Wow. My
1: opinion was okay. that wrong.
2: I, I, all I said was you were, I, I was you were eager to tell I us what you heard
1: and what I heard of a woman under oath. If anyone disputes that. The, uh, I don't know where he came up with. The CIA said this. It was not. It was the secret service, not CIA right, Egypt, By the way, yeah. he, so he don't even know. Yeah, whatever, whatever. Yeah, he's, he's, and they were not in the Beast. They were in an SUV, which is, which is a, it's got the same protection that the Beast has, which is a long sedan, the old Cadillac style thing. He rode away in an SUV.
2: All right, so but what? Okay, it so it was
1: very. We, we don't know. There, there, if these two people want to con- conflict what she said or dispute what she said, they need to come before the committee, as Mister, uh, as, as Chairman Thompson says, and and under oath dispute what she said and proof. And this this guy that called a few minutes ago said Cheney knew the note that she wrote was false. No, she didn't. She was asking her, "Is that your handwriting?" She said, "Yes, it's my handwriting." So that wasn't disputed. So he he's talking out of his butt about what he thinks I said. I saw what I heard, and that's what I was going by. Period.
2: All right, so I'm just... Um... If
1: somebody disputes it, they need to come there, raise their hand, and swear to tell the truth on on threat of perjury, too. And then tell the truth, or a different story. But that one guy, o- o- Onoda, is his name?
2: Oh, I have no idea. It doesn't really matter. He, it's was unport- the, he
1: was the former aide who used to be a Secret Service agent. Oh, 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 I
2: thought you meant the you know, the caller. Okay. Now, uh, uh, he's,
1: the, he's the one that told her point blank, and she <sighs> said when he told me that, she she said he looked he looked I forget what expression she said he had an expression. It looked like he was disgruntled. He was just he was amazed. He just couldn't believe it.
2: All it, right. So in sworn testimony, Hutchison said she heard of a physical altercation from Tony. Ornato, oh, ser- no, that's his name. Uh, yeah,
1: that's right. And they were pretty close because they worked right across the hallway from each other next to a uh, medalist. She
2: office. said he told her the story in front of uh, Bobby Engel, the head of Trump's security detail. That's exactly right. Uh, and
1: they, it was not disputed. I'm
2: the time. effing president. Hold up. I'm, and the president, Trump said allegedly, I am the effing president, uh, quoted the president shouting as they drove him to the White House and away from the Capitol where he wanted to go. Trump supporters quickly snapped back online. They had found an obvious sign that she was lying. The presidential limousine, known as the Beast, is so heavily fortified that they argued it, could, it would be physically impossible for Trump to cross the back cabin for the uh, to the driver's seat. Did However, you, but no, I'm continuing this by the way, based on the Washington Post. So, oh, video
1: of him driving away from after he made his speech, he was not in the beast; he was in an SUV. Okay,
2: that's what oh, I was going to no, say. Protected. So, but Trump was not riding in the limousine that day. Videos show that he actually rode in a Secret Service SUV where the seats are closer together. That's exactly uh, right. right. So, even if he had ridden the beast, the rear and front re- uh, seats have a glass window the president can lower whenever he likes. That's right. So he's it's arguable that he could one, have he's done. The
1: only one who can open it from the back seat.
2: Trump made the same argument on social Media uh, and Twitter clone. His his Allies, all right. Uh, but but two secret. This is what I wanted to get to, uh, Danny. But two Secret Service agents, not the CAA, have been working with the Beast. Told uh, the Washington Post that such a move from the president might have been tough, given the limo's interior equipment, but not impossible. This See, is they like were uh, not in the limo. It's like Rocco at the end of. Uh, Rocco. That's the
1: point. They were not in the limo, and I, I would agree if he was in the Beast, which is a, which is a limousine, a quite stretched limousine at that, highly fortified and what have you. Uh, it would have been practically impossible to get up to The pro
2: Trump blog getaway pundit called Hutchinson another grifter blah 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 yeah, All right his, so th- his
1: first thing was he said I hardly know the woman she 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 was working Ten feet away from his office. All
2: right. So, so Danny, uh, based on this, uh, the fact that he wanted to uh, go back to the whatever, go back to the Capitol building, you said this quite clearly yesterday that uh, th- this is definitely time for a jail sentence for forty five. Well, is that
1: correct? Yeah, because it, the the evidence is there. He knew that they were armed. He said, "Hey, learn, let, take away, turn off the mags, which is the uh, uh, the metal detectors. Turn them off. They're not coming here to hurt me." And uh, I said. Uh, that's, that's true. They're not coming to hurt you. Who are they coming to hurt? That heavily armed.
2: All right. They also say Trump. Isn't that
1: a logical question?
2: Uh, Trump and Meadows' actions before the bubble. But Trump defenders tried a, a different tack, saying that she was just a rumor monger, uh, even though much of her testimony was supported. Of course, he's by, going to
1: tear her down. He's going to rip her to shreds. I hardly know the woman. He said.
2: Uh, more than four thousand accounts liked the tweet. So, but again, I keep on going back to the same thing. True or not, uh, this is this is deemed in your mind, this act alone or is this in conjunction with other things that day on January no, it,
1: 6th? It, it's another piece of the puzzle.
2: Okay, so this is just just uh, icing but on top of icing. But
1: deny that he knew her, you remember when he had a, a cabinet meeting at one time and he said, I'd stop an op- a, a Stephanopoulos, I hardly even, George uh, Papadopoulos, right. he said, I don't even know the man. He was sitting three feet away from me during the meeting. Do you remember that video?
2: Well, I also remember, You know, I know you're going to say I'm distracting, I'm also, he does that I, I don't remember ever talking to my son, uh, Hunter, about it. Any business dealings, and, and we're finding out more and more that obviously that was the case. Uh, Danny, politicians lie. People lie. Of course they do. Yeah. Okay. But, but but okay. And here, here's another gotta, thing. You
1: got to prove that they're lying by disputing something else, and so you bring some people that are under oath and say, "Did you say this? Yes or no?" Uh, all
2: right. what, what, you know what
1: they're going to be? They're going to be just like General Flynn said: plead the fifth, plead the fifth. So
2: e- the someone said at the end, an anonymous poster on Patriots.win said, even if she's telling the truth. What's the effing problem? Danny, what is the problem there? What is the problem with the president doing what he, you're alleging evi- he did? He
1: revealed some evidence and some things about what happened on that day that nobody knew about
2: before. Okay, great. But does that make you day? I mean,
1: that was pretty much insider stuff.
2: Okay, fine, insider stuff. Does, we it, does did, it? We does didn't it, know
1: it, that until her testimony. All right.
2: So, But what does it tell us?
1: it tell us a lot of new information
2: <laughs> okay but does it tell us enough that the man should be put in jail like you said yesterday and you continue to say I, so I now i think
1: it should, it should go through the due process
2: all right because and the reason why is because well then then he can't possibly run again and danny you got to no, look I'm out for sure the things that. you want and lo- no you it, care about it, that it's you wouldn't gonna, it's gonna be, you wouldn't it, be what wa- you wouldn't be sitting in your the whole process, you would not be sitting in your own living room in a retired uh, you know where you could go out fishing and enjoy the day when you're watching uh, you know in, uh, intently uh, 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 you know, Looking at uh, uh, all the stuff in the, uh, whatever hearings has been uh, uh, aired in the last couple of weeks, you watched every minute of it. You want this guy to go away. Danny, admit that. You're asking Republicans to admit the truth, to disclose this, that, the other thing. Just admit it. You want the guy to go away. Of Is that correct? I do. Okay. All right. Well, at least I got that. But I want of.
1: it to be through the due process.
2: But you want us all to heal. That that uh, you mentioned that again yesterday. Like we're all well, going to stop heal the together. That would be the answer. Putting the 45th president of the United States in in jail while while the current one goes on and gets away with all well, the he, other stuff that he did with either. Hunter.
1: He's a big instigator in that. I think you have to know that the way the big lie is still selling.
2: And I also said yesterday, and I think I'll, uh, it still makes sense, if we find out from the aliens one day when they come, you know, said, oh, back in 2020, this is what really happened. Woo! And like, oh, geez, uh, Donald Trump had a reason to jump uh, on, on some limo driver at that time. Holy mackerel, they took the presidency from him. I don't blame the man. You think that will ever happen, Danny? Uh, honestly, well, it won't, uh, but I figured I'd ask.
1: He always like to quote movie lines, so I'll just leave you with this one, okay? Yeah. If Based upon what you just said about
2: the aliens coming, E.T., go home now. There you go. Well, all right. We'll just have to okay. wait and see. All right, Danny Francis. Thanks. Danny with his retort from yesterday. Uh, I didn't even ask him about the, uh, about the primary results. He probably doesn't care because, you know, we were talking primarily in the, over the last six months about Republican primaries. Hochul did win her side. Don't even know who she ran against. A couple of jabronis down there in the boroughs. You know, it's funny. I made a reference the other day. I was talking to Congresswoman Tenney. And I said, well, what is, what is, Hoke, what is Kathy going to do now? I mean, she's, it, obviously, uh, uh, the, the whole Roe versus Wade is now in the, in the hands of the states. 16 states said no mas. Uh, other states are going to ensue and say no. But we know New York State, you know, that's not going to happen. And I, and I made it kind of like, a, well, what is Kathy Hoke going to do? She's going to stand on Liberty Island with, 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 with a pair of scissors in her hand and bring us your fetus? I didn't say scissors, by the way. I thought that was disrespectful. But you know what I'm saying. And sure enough, it was yesterday or the day before. I think it was Monday. She was on Fox News either Monday night or Tuesday, whatever. And she made the Liberty, Lady Liberty reference as, and, and as if she's the Statue of Liberty for abortion doctors. I just, I, I, if, and, I, again, it wasn't bad enough when they put pink light LED lights on the Empire State Building. And, by the way, Niagara Falls when they had same-day abortion uh, passed in Albany at, well, under Cuomo. That wasn't enough. Now we're going to have Kathy Hochul, you know, standing on Liberty Island. Bring us your fetus. You don't want it? Other states, uh, Oklahoma, (laughs) only two things come from Oklahoma. An accident? Ah, you're in the air. Hey, Glenn. How's it going? Good. It sounds like you're in a a cave or something.
5: Is that better now?
2: Much better, yeah.
5: Can you hear me now? Yes. Hey. I You said jabroni. What is that? He's a jabroni. Is that a I don't know. It's or just, what is that? Uh, it's, I, I've, don't what I don't that even is. know
2: what it is, to tell you the truth.
5: It, it's one of those things where I, I, I heard it and I wanted to kind of know. But yeah. uh, regarding your last caller, I just want to put some facts out there because we, we should have it out there. Right. The reference that you call a president's car doesn't exclusively mean the uh, the limousine. Right. It would mean anything he's writing is what I've always heard. Okay. But maybe they were referencing that specific one. So if they're re- referencing... They that, were. I'm putting, all the, yeah, I'm putting all the all the possibilities out there to make this factual so it's not just opinionated. Right. If they called everything that, then she was right in referring to the SUV as that. Okay. The, the, I never really heard it called that before. It means the presidential vehicle is what it means. But if it means that one particular vehicle... The beast. Then she's relaying false information right. so it's either one of the two so either she calls all of them the same or she doesn't
3: right
5: second thing is being that it was uh, let's give her the benefit of the doubt and say like oh she just called the wrong thing or they refer to them as the same you hear all that going around i don't know whose expert is on it but we'll give that we'll just give that to her and say it's there but then you've had the cia come in now and say that this suv is a fixed where the safety guidelines are so there there isn't like that type of conversation going between the front and the back like physically. Right. That's not really the way it's set up. I don't know. I don't see any pictures on the inside. I don't know. I saw when that first came out today and she referred to it as that before they said, oh no, it was SUV, instead of like taking it in an accusing way, it's kind of been taken on like, oh, now this SUV, he could reach up or whatever. It right. was like something sanctimonious or something, but
2: well, I you know, don't think it, it really was. Uh, uh, well, here's the thing. I, I, I've been on Facebook today and for instance uh, Sebastian Gorka on his Facebook page, because a friend of mine shared it, and I'm looking at it right now. Sebastian Gorka, the guy who's got back pain. My name is Sebastian Gorka. Uh, he, he, they're showing the Beast. They're showing the limousine. So Sebastian Gorka was incorrect, right?
5: Well, well, it's because supposedly what she testified was that whatever the nickname for, and I don't remember whatever was the, the Bar- Beast or something. I don't. What, what is that?
2: The Beast for crying out loud! The Beast.
5: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That referred to that particular vehicle, or yeah. it refers to any vehicle the president can. No, I'm
2: No, the sure. beast is the limo. No, that that I do know. Okay. That I do know.
5: So what she did is, is she either, that's what I said, we give her the benefit of the doubt. She either made a mistake, right. or she didn't hear it, know it clearly, but when you're getting into secondhand information, even right. though, Dan, your, your previous caller is going to say that it was absolutely...
2: We had an impeachment based on this. secondhand information. We had an impeachment the first time based on a, on, yeah. a, on a conversation so heard by on somebody secondhand
5: else. on 2nd information and there's little errors there, it just shows you, and I'm giving it a benefit out that it was just an error, it shows you that you shouldn't be saying things that you didn't witness
2: yourself. Right. right. No, believe- you shouldn't
5: be shouldn't reporting on things because as hearsay goes, it goes down the line. Exactly. You know? And eventually someone's going like, well, the president slapped me and threw his lunch at me. And everyone's <laughs> it. like, no, the, pro- the president just probably berated him, right. called him a small man, or do whatever he does. Right, right, he right. does do that. Right. And so they got their butt hurt. So they switched it as though he physically assaulted me. Now, I think there's probably cameras going on the president. I-, I think a lot of people would be smart enough to know that that probably didn't happen. And I, I really just think well. the whole thing's getting blown out of proportion. But you're going to have people that are just diehards that are going to try to give. You know, Trump the business every single time. Right. But I've well, never seen any, anything wasted this much on a president that is no longer president.
2: Well, he's this he's a threat, threat to come back. It's the first time in our lifetime. Oh, yeah,
5: I know, but that, that is why. That's the only reason. That's the only why.
2: reason. Right. It's the only reason. only reason. All right.
5: I, I, well, hey, Glenn. You, I'm going to let you go. You have a fantastic weekend, don't you know? Bye that,
2: bye. There now. you go. That's uh, Lefty. I don't know what to say. I don't know where to go with anything these days. I mean, you know. We can go on and on and on about this and that. School's out. Can't talk about CRT and Pride Week. Can't talk about you know the latest uh, you know uh, arguments at uh, the, the 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 school board meetings. What else is not happening? Uh, uh, obviously, the the primaries are done. Most people are happy with that. Oh, by the way, uh, I was going to have Scott call in, but he couldn't for whichever reason. He had issues. And uh, it, it says it's. Uh, he says he's having issues with the cell with the cell phone, and and it, and I'm sorry to hear that because I, I you know anyone that uh, we've talked to in recent weeks I've offered them to call in, I even sent out something today to uh, Andrew Giuliani, congratulating him on a good run didn't work I get it, uh, and then uh, Susan um, Duffy texted me uh, during the show, and that uh, to let me know that uh, she's going to call in uh, later on in July after the Fourth of July weekend. Once the race has been certified, and she wants to assure everyone, uh, based on this text at least, that uh, she's not going anywhere, and she wants me to share that. So that's according to Susan Duffy, and uh, like I mentioned, Scott can't get through. But uh, So I'm just passing on what I do know. A- and someone else tried to call in earlier and couldn't get through either. I don't know what's going on. And we, You know what's funny? because we ha- It's not funny. It's actually sad. We had that issue last week with the congresswoman. I don't know what's going on with the phone system. Sometimes I worry that no one's listening, and then like, maybe it's overload. Maybe too many people are calling it at the same time. Maybe we was so freaking popular that Mob Bell can't take it anymore. It's just the way it is. Eight minutes left in the show. Let's do a break. We'll be back right after this. Roof looking older than you are? Finding more tiles contracting. The people who call you back. All right, so we've got about six minutes left in uh, today's show. Only surviving member of Jihad gang that killed 130 and injured hundreds more. The 2015 Paris attacks is found guilty on terrorism. Well, that's nice. Seven years later, holy oh, mackerel! A long time ago. Hi, you're on the air.
4: Yeah, I had trouble calling in the whole show too. Isn't that weird? Busy got, very much the I, whole show. I got to
2: look into that. Okay. But,
4: but uh, I don't, did you happen to notice Republicans have any hope in New York? Um, did you happen to notice that, that about the same amount of people voted for? I. I was it Jumaine or that whoever was running against hopeful in the Democratic primary? Right. right. But the same amount of people voted for that person as voted in the entire Republican primary.
2: Well, I mean that's a product of New York, you know, downstate politics. You know, you got a lot of lot of lot of mouths down there that can go to the booths or whatever to, to put their you know that, that's why we're dictated by downstate. Um, I, I don't know that gentleman and, and, and that that's a alarming you're saying that someone that got his ass kicked from Kathy Hochul still got more votes than, than what Zeldin did or all of them collectively
4: uh, I didn't get as of last night it was about the same if you add up Zeldin Giuliani uh, Wilson and uh, Astorino right Jermaine or whatever had the same amount of votes as all four of them
2: oh my god how many did Hokel have 'Cause she beat the last
4: when I saw it last night, I think I wanna say it was like four, I don't want to I don't wanna say say it wrong. It was like four four hundred or
2: something, I think. Wow. So what do we do? Just- I mean what do we do? I mean, do we I mean you, you your question was, do the Republicans have a chance here? Apparently not. <laughs> I mean, you know, we got Mark Walzik as our next state senator. I don't know if he can go to Albany one day when he turns 45 50 years old if if he has enough momentum with Barclay and others to say no, Moss. I mean, do we have to have you know the highest crime rate? Uh, do we have to have the highest unemployment? Do we have to have a ridiculous amount of people coming here in droves to have their fetuses taken out of their bodies? Uh, do we, what do we have to do to change this? You know, uh, reverse this uh, this whole pattern? I don't know what that answer yeah. is, my friend. I, I yeah, know. I
4: don't. I don't know either. And I just, I just, I, just, I found that fascinating. How many people voted? That's uh, that's a great but observation. Compared to the Republican, I'm
2: like, wow. yeah. So uh, let me ask you. Um, all right. So we had discussions with Danny Francis. We got to give Danny credit because he brought it to the table yesterday. I did not see the hearings. I would have read about that. It was the biggest story in as far as the allegations against former President Trump, allegedly attacking uh, the the limo driver. What say you about that? What are your thoughts?
4: Well, I called him last night. One, I I found it far-fetched that. I believe Donald Trump, like you said, would be the one that would, he could would be. attack to the right. Trump. Right, and by, that but got sub- that got somebody upset. To be him. able to,
2: so all right. Here's yeah. another. I know we discussed this yesterday, but here's another simple question. Like one of the comments made on social media. So what? So if he did it, what does that mean? Is that yeah, make yeah, him a so bad person? Did he did? He's the
4: president. Right. He can't tell you where the hell he wants to go. Right. <laughs> He's the president <laughs> of the United States. Pretty sure if he says go right, you got to turn right.
2: <laughs> so when when you know when someone's not a good boy. And someone's acting like a child because he didn't get what he wanted. That's just more leverage for them to say, you see, he shouldn't have been president at all. It was all a joke. It was a Russian conspiracy. And don't even think about him running again in 2024. That's what they want from all of this.
4: Oh, yeah, that's all they want. That's all. I mean, Danny finally admitted it. tonight. I'm
2: not going to put him. He finally could admit that. Right. He did. He, He wants to see him in jail. Uh, he doesn't care. what, And that's not going to heal the country. It's just going to make matters worse. But in his world, in Joy world, in Joy Reid's world, in Steve Colbert's world, it, it, it's a much better place if 45 goes to jail.
4: Yeah, well, I, I, I hate that. We need the country to heal and be less divisive. Well, yeah. I don't think putting Trump in jail is going to make me— uh, Well, you know what it better. does?
2: Let me tell you what it does. Here's, here's what happens. If and when, if, listen to me, if Donald Trump were ever put in jail, you know what that would mean? That would mean that every supporter would be put in jail with him. That's what they want. Like I said, how many people do you have saying right now that Joe Biden's not my president? How many people do you have saying, I I had a guy during the uh, Trump presidency literally say that if he had a shotgun, he'd kill him. Uh, and, uh, you don't get that from Republicans about anybody on the on the left, but you see that all the time on the on uh, on their side. It's disgusting. Oh, yeah. we they just, get away with it.
4: We just take it and then we and then we try to change it at the, it's at all, the
2: ballot box. And we never. Did. Well, we'll uh, have to see. We'll, we'll have to wait for another another. Uh, who knows? I right, I gotta go. But thank you. AM twelve forty W eight ten in Water 10 makes this legal. Up next, CBS News. We'll see you tomorrow.
5: This is CBS News on the hour, sponsored by Facet Wealth. I'm Monica Ricks in New York. The Secret Service is now pushing back and denying testimony from a former
2: White House aide on what happened on January 6th. Cassidy Hutchinson told lawmakers yesterday former President Trump attacked an agent for not taking him to the Capitol. CBS's Scott McFarland. There was a source close to the Secret Service who obviously is exercising anonymity who said that The limousine driver and the lead Secret Service agent would testify under oath that they were not, quote, attacked and that there was no attempt by the former president to grab the steering wheel. But there is an asymmetry there that people inside the committee and committee staff are highlighting to me that one person was under oath, the other person is speaking unnamed. If it's true, though, Trump could face criminal charges. Changes at the Supreme Court. Here's CBS's Stephen Portnoy. Tomorrow's not just
5: the final day of the term, it's also the final day of Justice Stephen Breyer's service on the court. In a letter to the president, Breyer formally advises his retirement will be effective at noon after the court hands down this term's remaining decision.